Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of We're All Sick, We're Just Lying About It. Sorry about my general mood. <clears throat> I'm usually a lot peppier. Um, I just want to apologize in advance, but I'm kind of glad that I kind of forced myself to record this episode because not only have I not recorded in a really long time, and I am aware of that, but a lot has happened. Like, a lot has happened. And it's just been exhausting. And um, I think it's helpful that... Um, it kind of happened just because that way y'all know that yeah things do get better because what depression still lingers around because yes i am depressed guys sorry and this is my way of like forcing myself to feel better like forcing myself to do things that i don't want to do because in reality i just want to lay in bed and do nothing and eat ice cream and watch tv and be sad but unfortunately um i can still be sad (laughs) but i have to keep going i have things to do even though i really 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 don't want to do them so getting that out of the way um let's focus on today's topic which is toxic relationships and how to handle rejection i'm doing great guys (laughs) sorry (laughs) (laughs) it's uh (laughs) i cracked myself up before the joke is even like in in the show no um honestly uh we can start by defining both words right um so i we're gonna define toxic relationship we're gonna define the word toxic and we're gonna define the word relationship because when people think relationships they always think of like boyfriend girlfriend um husband wife you know and and that's not always the case so toxic in this case means poisonous dangerous unsafe destructive venomous etc etc synonyms am i right um and one of the words that i really liked about the definitions or synonyms of the word toxic was poisonous and venomous you know because poisonous is ingested venomous is injected and um People can be poisonous to you, but I also think that uh, people can also be venomous. Like, you choose these people because you're being self-destructive in a way or um, sometimes not on purpose, you know? Just like petting a snake. You didn't know it was going to bite, right? (laughs) Um, But uh, just two of my favorite words... Uh, I was going to go somewhere with that and I totally lost it because now I don't know if it makes sense. But let's move on to the uh, meaning of relationship, which is an emotional or sexual association between two people. And I put the word or because for me, like it can mean anything between siblings, parent and child, 
marriage, boyfriend, girlfriend, casual relationships, friend, like best friendships, acquaintances, boss, coworkers, you know, like it's a relationship, you know, it takes two people and, uh, and you, and you need to make that relationship work in order for you to continue in that environment or else you would have to remove yourself from that environment, um, which is why I brought up boss and coworkers. You know, like there's one thing of having to put up with someone because you're working with them, um, but that's not necessarily the truth. You know, um, you could always either move, uh, talk to somebody about it if it's a coworker, of course. And the amazing thing about bosses is that they have a boss as well. You could always go above them. Always make sure that you're comfortable in your workspace if you feel like you have nowhere to go. Or in my case, you know, there was points in my life where I literally had nowhere to go. That was my only job. I could not quit. I did not have the luxury to quit my job. So I had to put up with that toxic relationship and toxic environment until I found a better job. So the key is to not give up. Look for a better opportunity and get yourself out of there. Friendship-wise, it's a little bit easier, but it's still tricky, right? Because you still have to try to remove yourself from that environment or try to talk it out if that person is toxic, but they don't know that they're toxic, so you try to resolve the issue in that case it's a little hard because it's hard it's hard to get rid of your friends it's like a breakup you know it works exactly the same um and rinse repeat and in some cases it's not as easy like it literally took me like three years to get over my ex i'm still technically getting over him in a sense not that like i want to be with him but in the sense that like you know sometimes i sit there and i think to myself like I wonder how he is and and sometimes and we still sometimes communicate um like how are you what's going on this and that and I'm slowly still removing myself from that until I feel like it'll be finally over when I no longer communicate with him because no, not always can you be friends with your exes. <laughs> um, uh, funny thing, I was actually reading the Times Magazine, which is why I decided to choose this topic for this week. Um, well, not week, because I, I did say that it was going to take a while for me to start posting my episodes. I'm not going to be as consistent with posting just because, well, you know. It's a, it's a mental health blog run by somebody with a mental illness. Like, I don't know what to tell you guys. <laughs> it's, a, it's a roller coaster. So, again, just to get back on track, uh, I was reading the Time magazine, and there was this quote by Dr. Lillian Glass, a California um, communication and psychology expert. She defined a toxic relationship as any relationship between people who don't support each other where there is conflict and one seeks to undermine the other where there's competition disrespect and a lack of cohesiveness and the reason i picked that out is because like it really really called out to me and it's because i i've had friends 
that like either think that I'm jealous of them or I've had friends who are jealous of me like verbally has said I'm jealous of you and I've never understood that in a friendship like for me friendship is about building each other up um if one is doing better than the other um rooting for that person who's doing better and use that as inspiration to do better yourself not be jealous of their success because i feel like that not only drags you down but low-key is you're also dragging that other person down with you because you don't want them to succeed because they're doing better than you and i just think that's ugly like I do I do not see the point in it um I think it's like detrimental to both people and I I like that she included that in her definition of a toxic relationship because as we were saying you know um toxic also means destructive in our definition and jealousy is destructive to the relationship and People think that it only means jealousy in the sense of, like, I don't want my guy to talk to other girls or guys. I don't want my girl to talk to other guys or girls and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think it also applies in relationships, like um, friendships, parenthood um I actually my mom is jealous of me which is not good why would you be jealous of your child um I used to be jealous of my siblings and it was just detrimental to me because it didn't affect them at all my jealousy towards them never affected them um except emotionally because I was I was an asshole (laughs) I'm not gonna lie I was an asshole and it's because I could never reach up to their expectations but then I realized is that like I can be successful in my own way and they would still support that but I wasn't seeing that because I was thinking like they want me to be successful like they're successful um so yeah sorry again it's just like I even have a script and I'm just like just whatever about it but I again I'm really glad that I am because the whole point of this podcast is that like you really do get better you really do but it's still it's always going to be a battle it's always going to be a battle that you got to fight and this is just a great example of this this is me battling all the time all the time um I just don't know why this week is just so much worse than the past couple months so bad so um let's see so i i had a list of people that uh i believed were toxic to me (laughs) and unfortunately i also put myself on the list as well um i started with my mom because um I I do mention how grateful I am for everything that she's done for me and and my life. Still to this day, if I ever need anything, I can always count on her to be there for me. Um, I also don't think it uh, invalidates the toxicity in our relationship. 
uh, as much as I love her and as much as I'm grateful for everything that she's done, uh, she, she was not the best mother and I don't, I don't generally count it against her, but it did affect me great, like greatly. Um, not only during my adolescence, but definitely in my adulthood, uh, I just finally kind of got over it. I blamed her for everything, and it wasn't until I finally took responsibility that I finally made it easier for me to heal and improve because that's another thing that I had to learn is taking responsibility for yourself and your actions because as much as these people affect your life, it doesn't invalidate your actions. You still, you're still being a damaging person, which is why I put myself on the list. Um, but it also doesn't invalidate their toxicity and their abuse. So, so keep that in mind. It's very confusing, but it's very important to know that. That, yes, they're toxic, but their toxicity just is, even though it's affecting your moods and behaviors, causing you to be toxic to other people doesn't necessarily mean or allow you to be toxic to other people um does not apply to everybody there's a lot of people who are actually very very nice who actually have the same history as me and they are such wonderful people I just never learned how to take responsibility for myself and I'm just now learning this um one step at a time you know what I mean (laughs) Um, another person that I added there was my ex. Um, he, um, not gonna lie, he was very, very, very nice. He helped me out when my mom abandoned me and my brother and left us without electricity, without food, um, She'll fight that. She'll say, I left you, like, bread and cheese. And there's, like, okay, yeah, sandwiches, dude. Like, we need, like, nutrients and, like, whatever. So, like, he would, um, he would, he would buy food for me. Um, he'd bring us soap, whatever. Whatever we needed, he was there. We started dating. Huge red flag. Never date anybody when you're, like, at your lowest point. Literally don't. It's, like, the start of codependency, I swear. And later throughout the years, like, I started, not well, not even years, just, like, in a couple months, I was already showing symptoms, and I guess he was feeling sorry for me, and we still stayed together, regardless of the fact that I was showing, like, really, like, huge red flags, like, huge red flags, like, he walked away six months in, and after like begging and crying he like stayed with me for like another four and a half years and uh, those the next three years is when it started to escalate and it started with my cheating and and his drinking and it started getting like physical like our fights were starting to get physical and something that like a lot of people would always want to blame him for I thought the abuse and the toxicity was very 50-50 and even when it stopped being 50-50 and it was basically all him um 
I don't know. I I don't think there was malintent. I don't think they mean to be bad people. I don't think they had bad intentions. Um, Because, again, alcoholism is a disease. I understand that. I understand how difficult it must be to, like, quit something you're addicted to, even if it alters your behavior. Um, But he was just so unhappy with me and he just couldn't take care of me anymore he just couldn't handle it and I completely understand that I do not blame him for that one bit but again um you know it was just really bad um and I I had to be forced out of that relationship so sometimes yes you have to be forced out of relationships that are not good for you and yes, it will take you a really long time to heal. You will, it's a fucking uphill battle. You wondering, like, you keep looking back and you're still able to see the end of, like, freaking neighborhood, mid-mountain. And you're like, why can I still see? Why am I still not at the top? And you look at the top and, like, the the top of the mountain is, like right there you can see it but like you're like right dab in the middle so like you're like why why am i still in the middle <laughs> i don't i don't know how to explain it but it's like it's it just sucks because you think you're there but you're not there and then you finally make it to the top of the mountain two and a half years later <laughs> officially three now yay clap for me um i seek attention (laughs) um i finally make it to the top of the mountain and then i realize that like sometimes when you go back down the mountain to the other side the good side you know you still trip and fall and roll (laughs) and sometimes you roll and you roll and you roll and you're like fuck and the mountain never ends so like that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I haven't rolled yet. I'm just like kind of like tripping. Like ah, what the fuck? <laughs> um, oh, thanks guys. Uh, I'm very terrible at metaphors and similes, by the way. So like, go ahead and uh, make fun of me for that. It's fucking hilarious. Like I'm really really bad. Um, moving on to the next person on my list. Uh, that I uh, also had to cut out of my life was one of my best friends for like four years that was really sad that made me actually really sad it literally broke my heart it was literally like breaking up with somebody um it was so ridiculous the reason the way that it ended and the reason it can't go back to normal was how destructive we were towards each other after breaking it off and it was that We've been friends for a couple years, and she tends to be really aggressive and really mean, like verbally. She doesn't hate you or nothing. She's actually really nice, and she'll, this girl would go above and, like, she will, if she has a million dollars and you need a million dollars, she'll give you the million dollars because you need it. And she'll trust that you'll give it back. And if you don't, well, then, you know, that'll be the last time she helps you. But it's understandable. It's a lot. It's money. And the million dollars is obviously uh, an example. Um, 
this girl has helped me with literally everything financially she has always been there for me she opened her doors for me she like been the truest og um but she had this really bad habit of like degrading you in front of people privately or whatever and it just sucked because i sucked it up a lot because i was just like you know that's just who she is but unfortunately um when i started going to therapy i finally like got tired I got tired and was like hey I would like for you to be nicer to me and she just went off she just went off you're a bully to me um you know you after everything that I have done for you how dare you blah 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 how dare you ask me to do this? And it's like, I'm literally just asking you to be nice. And I, you know, I um, I do apologize a lot to her because I tend to be a bully myself. So it's like, you know, who am I? But I'm always constantly apologizing for the way that I am. And I know that it sucks and I know that it's exhausting. But like when I'm finally trying to change and be a better person and I'm asking her for the same back it becomes a problem and that's where I was like I can't do this because like why am I always adjusting my behavior for you if you're not willing to adjust your behavior for me like that's not fair because you do stuff for me I do stuff for you too that's literally the point of friendship and basically she like called me out on um being a shit friend being jealous of her which I'm honestly not like I'm Literally, even when I was dead-ass broke, I would still pay her back every single penny. Um, I've always been not proud, honestly. The way she gets her money is shady. Um, But, you know, I just, I've always admired her, her hustle. And I've always, I've, I've always wanted to have that work ethic that she has because I didn't have it. I wouldn't call that jealousy, per se. It was more like admiration than anything. Um, and, you know, I would try to pay it back in a sense that, like, not only financially did I not owe her a penny. She actually still owes me money. That's funny. Um, uh, I would also take care of her child. Like, uh, her kid got lice once. It was fucking disgusting. Like, it even gave me lice. I had to, like, cut my hair, dye my hair. It was, like, really fucking bad. It was so bad. I hated it. And first it was me and my mom. We sat for hours trying to get lice out of this girl's hair because she was kind of lazy when it came to her kid. Like, I... No trashing, tra- like, trash-talking her or anything. Um, she she does love her kid to death. She will do anything for this kid but when it came to like maintaining herself and her kid she was a little lazier when it came to her kid uh, hygiene wise um so that that kind of sucked so um i would help her out and her family sometimes would complain about it too you know like it's a it's a thing she does but i never like demonized her for it or anything because you know regardless of of what it was she did spoil her kid and she does love her kid to death um I guess it only became a problem when 
uh, I don't know. It's, it's when she started uh, doing drugs. And I was just like, any drugs. <laughs> it was like pretty like serious drugs. And she started asking me for money. This person who never, ever needed a dime. This person who always had everything. All of a sudden, needed money from me. And I was like, okay, I'm lending her money. Um, I would ask her for money to try to get my money back without asking, (laughs) without telling her to pay me back. Because, like, you know, like, I don't know how drug addicts are. Like, I don't know how they react. And I just want to make sure that she had the money. But every single time, she'd be like, no, blah, blah, blah. Or if she did, she'd be like, okay, deduct it from what I owe you. I was like, okay, cool. Then I get my money back, whatever. Um, she still owes me money. I'm so sad. <laughs> um, and I guess it all started with that one argument about the tattoos. So she got a tattoo once, but she apparently got it through a credit on PayPal and I was like dude you owe me money and then you went and got a tattoo and she's like well I got it through a credit through a credit through PayPal and uh but now I know I'm never gonna ask you for anything ever again in my head I'm like please do me the favor seriously like if if you're gonna prioritize you know getting tattoos doing drugs or feeding yourself uh, overfeeding yourself (laughs) like and paying your but like I don't I don't know dude like it was it was hard it was hard because I, I wasn't there and I couldn't see what was happening I couldn't see what she was spending her money on and it became an issue it strained our relationship and then she got this like weird boyfriend who like stalked her who she like basically somehow convinced me to like do weird things I didn't even want to do with them even though it was through the phone and it was like it made me really uncomfortable like and I would like overlook all of these like weird behaviors because you know I would just go along with it she was my best friend I would do anything for her and she'd be like I'd do it for you if you'd ask it was like that's a fucking lie but like whatever and it's just I kept being put into these like uncomfortable situations for her sake And at some point, it's like, what am I gaining? Aside from financial stuff, whenever she had money, what am I gaining? Literally nothing. Like, I felt like shit all the time. So I quickly got over it. And the reason it didn't work out was because we literally had a blowout on Facebook. It went, like, it was really bad. It went very public. Uh, We had to take it down. Um... It was slut-shaming. Yeah, I'm getting sick and tired of this slut-shaming. Seriously, like, it's getting exhausting. And I apologized. Uh, She still doesn't feel sorry for it. Um, I do, because at the end of the day, she was my best friend. I really did care for her. But, you know, if she doesn't feel bad, she doesn't feel bad. I mean, she did say she felt bad. I'm sorry, I take that back. She did say that she felt bad. She just wasn't sorry for what happened. Um, because she truly believes that she was in the right. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, moving on to the next two. Because they're a couple, technically. Um, these two... I'm trying to keep names out. 
because, you know, I only have so much money and I can't be paying people for lawsuits. These two, they, um, they were the ones from the last episode. So, ugh. They... I don't know. They just manipulated me a lot. And it's hard. It's hard because same as the last one. They do nice things and think that it's okay and it validates their behavior. And that's where my problem lies because I used to be that way. Like, in the sense that, like, I would allow these people to treat me like crap because they were they were doing nice things so I'm just like oh they're doing nice things they're good people that's fine treat me like shit and it's like my therapist was like yeah no that's not cool dude (laughs) I'm like got it and honestly it wasn't until recently that I started realizing that their relationship with me was very very toxic because as soon as I cut them out of my life not only did my um living situation get better but my sister who almost literally decided to not talk to me ever again and me like our relationship is getting so much better because I don't have somebody whispering in my ear over and over and over again because sometimes I go to my friends and I vent to them. But I, when I vent to them, I want them to be unbiased. I want them... You can't help being a little biased with your friends. But at the end of the day, you have to be, like, straight up with them. And there were the ones who pointed out, you know, um, my other... Like, the one mentioned before, his behavior. And, you know, I guess, I guess, you know, I got lucky with that one. But... At the same time, it's like I started doing the same thing with them. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What is this? What are you Uno reversing me for right now? You know, like, I don't know. I thought that was funny. But um, it was, like, super weird in the sense that, like, I would tell them anything. And they'd be like, no, yeah, she's a terrible person. No, yeah, this this person sucks. No, yeah, this and that. And I'd vent to them about my sister, and they'd be like, oh, no, she's a terrible person. No, you have to cut her off. You have to cut her off completely. Okay, yeah, but, like, she's, like, my family. Okay, you can be family, but, like, this and that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I know that. I know that you can cut off family even if they're toxic, but this isn't the case, you know? Like, I've, I know toxic, and that was not it. She just had some bad behaviors, but it didn't necessarily mean that she was toxic for me. So, um, it just ended up that the reason me and my sister were having a strenuous relationship is because I had PTSD from my ex. So, whenever she would do things that remind me of him, we would get into an altercation. Not physical, but, like, either way. And these people were, like, feeding into my paranoia, feeding into my PTSD, feeding into my trauma, which would cause even more strain at home. And at the end of the day, it was because, you know, they had an agenda. They wanted me to move in with them. They wanted me to help them financially. But all of a sudden, um, we met, uh, they introduced me to to a common friend that they had. And she was helping me how to raise my credit, how to save money, how to get a better job, how to dress more professionally so I could succeed. And I was like, this is what I need in a friendship. 
Um, y'all already know her. Her name is Esmeralda. What's up, Esmeralda? I love you, babe. Um, <laughs> she she literally pushes me to do better and be better. And there's no jealousy. There's no not there's nothing like literally i'm not gonna lie sometimes we'll have like shady fucking conversations but it's because i'm giving her attitude so she'll give me attitude back but she'll call me out on it and i'll apologize and she apologizes because you know at the end of the day we catch ourselves doing it but we're still trying to be better and we try to treat each other better because we know better and that's all I've ever wanted in a friendship is somebody who not only is not jealous of me I'm not jealous of her she does so much better than me honestly she is fucking amazing um but we like push each other to be and do better and I think that's fucking beautiful and they started noticing that our common friend which you know she will not be named um I guess started getting jealous of the fact that like her boyfriend had helped me and had given me a home and I had elevated not only emotionally but financially and she was still stuck and as much as like I felt bad and I wanted to like and like not I me and Esmeralda both wanted to help her to do and be better she would still be stuck in this mentality and then you know she started attacking me slut shaming me this and that blah blah and it's like you know what dude I tried but you're a terrible person so I can't do this and you know even though they were toxic for me I still kind of wish them the best especially her because um, I'm pretty sure the reason she's in the state that she's in is because it's like mental health and that's another thing people uh this is another lesson that I'm learning is that like you know just because somebody has a mental health does not mean that you have to be stuck in that relationship with them does not mean that you have to be stuck helping them or trying to help them to be better because at the end of the day your mental health is more important just like in a plane when the oxygen goes out and the mask drop they always tell you put your mask on first and then put the other person's on your mental health should work the same way always put your mask on first always take care of yourself first then take care of other people I'm at this point where I'm still working on myself and even though I'm not fully recovered, I still get depressed, I still get manic, I still get angry, I still get frustrated and just having to deal with people who are in this state where not only are they detrimental to your mental health, but they don't even want to fix their own, it's just it's just hard it's like nah i gotta put my mask on first and i'm glad i did honestly don't regret that at all um there's another one who i don't want to name either mostly because this guy is so narcissistic it literally hurts my soul this guy he um i don't even want to say his name i really don't want to say his name mostly because like this guy wants me to like promote him or something and in his company and this is literally the only reason I won't say his name is because I really don't want to do that like I um I don't hate him but I don't like him either like 
this guy is literally the worst person I've ever met. Like, I've met some terrible people, but this guy really takes the cake. Like, this guy sucks. He uh, flew all the way from New York to come offer me a job um, for his marketing firm or whatever. His marketing, yeah, company. And he was... Uh, I want to say bipolar because usually bipolar people are the ones that are really really against taking their meds like really against taking their meds I'm pretty sure and BPD I'm not gonna lie as somebody who has BPD I, I hate taking my medication but I go to therapy because I, I really try um, whenever I feel like I can't handle it on my own I do take my medication but like Otherwise, I don't think it's necessary if I think I can uh, learn how to manage my emotions on my own. But this guy, this guy, I'm pretty sure was bipolar. Not only was he inconsistent, he had terrible mood swings. And he basically, like, stalked me. Like, it was so bad. Like, it was so terrible. This guy would, like tell me okay you can work whenever you want we can work whenever we want you know we're our own bosses blah 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 blah. he gave me money i ended up spending that money on him so it's like what and then he was like i don't want to do this i just want to work nine to five and then he was like i love you but like without saying that i love you I was like, okay, I'm going to go see this guy that I like now. <laughs> and he was like, okay, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, bye. So he fired me that same night. And I was like, what? And he goes, I want a wife or I want somebody who works 24-7 on call, this and that. But, like, I don't want to work past five. And I was like, okay, you're just super confusing. You literally have no idea what you want. And then the next day, he was like, I love you. And I want to marry you or this and that. And I'm like, no thanks. I still like this other dude. (laughs) I was literally at his house last night. Like, I don't want to be with you. And... He was, like, harassing me. He was harassing me and just, like, being terrible. Telling people online that I knocked on his door for drug money. Showing his, like, movie money. Saying, look at all this money. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, that's literally fake money. It literally says for movie use only. Like, it was so dumb. And, um... It was just super annoying. Like, it was really bad. Like, this guy was bad like he sent me an email telling telling me how he didn't want to rape me like this guy way past way past toxic he was uh i don't like using this word but yeah he was he was on another he was on another level of like (laughs) yeah and yeah and it sucked because not about I'm moving on from the toxic list. That that's the end of my toxic list, honestly. We're moving on to how to handle rejection. Um, it sucks. 
It sucks for him because he obviously didn't know how to handle it. He still thinks that we're in a marriage or whatever. He still sends me love songs. It's super annoying. Um, Because I don't like him at all. Like, that guy sucks. Oh, my God. He's literally the worst. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So, I like this guy. And, uh, like, I really, really like this guy. Like, I thought I was the solution to his happiness. <laughs> I'm literally delusional. Um, and, basically, uh... Oh my god, I feel bad for you guys. I feel like y'all are probably sleeping by now. Y'all listen to this at night to fall asleep. I don't blame (laughs) y'all. So, yeah, anyways, moving on. So, basically, this guy, like, you know, it's hard for me. It's, It's hard for me because after three years, like, I still would be with people and it would not be enjoyable just for the sake that, like... I was like, nobody's ever going to make me feel like my ex did. Like, even as abusive as he was, as much as he sucked, like, what I felt for him, I could feel it, like, in my soul. And it sucked because nobody else could make me feel like that. And I would be with people that I would like a lot. And I could see myself in a relationship with them. But it wasn't as satisfying because I felt like I was settling. So it wouldn't last long. It would only last a couple months and I'd be done. And then I met this guy, and he, oh, he was wonderful. I'm still, like, can't get over it. And it sucked. It sucked, it sucked, it sucked, it sucked. I got, I got crazy. I pulled a crazy move. I, like, would get drunk and show up to his house. And I guess it was a way of self-sabotaging. And boy, oh boy, did it work. Because he saw it as a huge red flag and probably never wants to hear from me again. Um, but he was still nice about it. And it was like, I wish he wasn't. I wish he would have been an asshole about it. I really did. I really do. Because I like this guy a lot. I really, I really like this guy a lot. And... Don't get me wrong. I I'm not a saint. As soon as as soon as he broke it off with me, whatever it was, um, it, it was sad. It was sad, and I moved on. I moved on very very quickly. I I started sleeping with people, and I even slept with this one guy who like was amazing. Like. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Better than the guy that I liked. And it still wasn't as enjoyable. <sighs> it was not as enjoyable. Nothing is enjoyable anymore. And it sucks. And I'm trying my hardest. Because usually I would have gone batshit crazy. I probably, I don't know. So, I'm kind of proud of myself on that one. Yay, clap for me again. I wish I had a clap, like, sound effect thing. (laughs) So lame. But I am pretty proud of myself because I held back. I'm trying to give him a space, even though I'm terrible at it. Terrible at giving people space. Just so you know. And, yeah. It still sucks, though. Because literally, I didn't think that I would ever feel anything for anybody after my ex. And 
now I the things that I feel for this guy are like way more like I wouldn't even want to be with other people with my ex <laughs> I slept with people on, <laughs> on less than a year before that we were together I was already sleeping with other people up to the five years that we were together so yeah so and I know people with BPD fucking hate that like they're like ah, not everybody with BPD is a cheetah well, some of us are, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. We try. I went to sex therapy. Thanks. Um, but in our reality, it didn't dawn on me until now that literally all I needed was to find somebody who I generally liked more than sex itself. And I found it. And it's not reciprocated. And that kind of sucks. So, ways to deal with rejection, literally distract yourself. Distract yourself and try your best to move on, okay? Unless you're, like, in love with this person, and even if you are in love with this person, still try to move on. Try to do your best to move on. Read a book. Play an instrument. Draw. Play video games. Watch TV. Go out with your friends. Do an outside activity. But... Don't make your life about this person because that is the downside of having a mental illness or a personality disorder or a mood disorder is that as soon as you fall for somebody, you want to do everything in your power to be with that person 24-7. Even if y'all are not together, you want to make that person your life and that's where the problem lies. Because I would move heaven and earth for this guy. And I'm not even in love with him yet. But I would do that for my friends too. So at the end of the day, that's how I'm looking at it. Because I don't know if it's reciprocated, but I do get along with him very well. And so if I'm like, well, if I move heaven and earth for my friends and he's officially not my friend and I would have moved heaven and earth for him even if I, if even if we were together or not, then it shouldn't matter what our title is, you know? So that's how I'm dealing with it. It's uh, me rewiring my brain into like, um, you care about him a lot as a friend. And yeah. And honestly, I might be right. I'm still trying to analyze that because um, maybe I got it confused because it has been a while since I've liked somebody enough to want to be with them and only them. So maybe I got it confused, but it also helped me realize what I'm looking for in a person. And I don't know. I honestly wish him the best. I wish him happiness and I wish him healing because just like me, he went through a rough relationship and he honestly deserves somebody that makes him happy, that doesn't cause him stress. And honestly, somebody who cares about him just as much as he cares about that person, you know? So, yeah. Just as I wish that for myself, I wish that for him too, and for anybody else who's going through this. 
This has been such a long episode. I am so sorry, guys. I rambled. I was sad. I vented. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it so much. Um, This will be a segment. Um, Why? Because just... Look at the look at the timer, guys. Okay, look at how long it's been. It's been a minute, and by a minute, I mean forty-seven of them. So, I will be having a guest next time in the same topic. Um, please keep in mind, I have a bunch of segments for we're all crazy. We're just lying about it because my podcast is just as crazy as I am, guys. It's just as crazy as we all are, guys. So it's gonna be all out of order, but I will. I will let you guys know i will let you guys know that's my doggas not my doggas but he kind of is he lives with me so he's mine (laughs) um i will let you guys know what topic it is so y'all can stay i guess on topic god i'm the worst (laughs) um I'm really hoping that my next guest for this segment is Christian, my one of my best friends. Um, I can't wait to talk to him <laughs> and for him to be on my episode. So excited. Um, I have a couple people more for this segment. And obviously in between there will be other topics because I want to, you know keep you guys interested keep you on your toes um i have been considering putting my podcast on youtube so y'all can see my face uh i want it to be funny so if y'all want to put in submissions or ideas of what i could do for my youtube videos or my youtube channel um let me know on twitter at at sick liar sick liars podcast dudes it's been a while at sick liars podcast and in between these set this segment um don't forget we also have the sex talk segment with esmeralda and taylor so probably after an episode or two uh, me esmeralda and taylor will probably get together our schedules have been super full for this month and the next we have a couple trips and stuff um, I also have two pages on Facebook, super unrelated to my podcast. It's called Me and My Uke, and, um, hmm, oh yeah, memes for when my antidepressants don't work. They're actually pretty funny. I really hope you like them and follow them. Um, I really enjoy doing all these things. I'm so sorry this episode has been super boring, but... I'm just not in the mood. But again, there was a purpose to this. To me recording anyways. Oh, Dexter, you're so cute. That's, that's the dog. That's the doggy. Um, but yeah. Um, let me know. Idea, suggestion, constructive criticism. Honestly, I can take it all. Just be gentle in my heart, okay? It's soft. It's softy, it's softy. What else, what else, what else, what else, what else? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. I love you all. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Until the next time.